Gonzo has a bad week. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for future generations. Today's book, Jim Henson's Muppets in Nobody's Perfect, a book about making mistakes, by Stephanie St. Pierre, illustrated by Joe Ewers. Published by Grawlier. Nobody's Perfect is a story about Gonzo's very bad week. He continues to make silly mistakes and can't seem to do anything right. If you don't know the Muppets or their characters, you've been living under a rock the last half century. I suggest you study up before you read this book. We don't have the time here to give you the full backstory on the Muppets. The story opens on Monday night with Gonzo doing the dishes. He's trying to make it fun so he stacks all the pots and pans up high to make a tower. He tells everyone to look at what he's made and the tower immediately goes crashing into the popcorn and prune pudding his grandmother's made for dessert. Who's ever heard of that as a dessert? Well, everyone goes without dessert that night and no one is upset about it. Probably because he just saved everyone from the shits. Tuesday, science projects were due, and Gonzo makes a robot chicken that does nothing but make the sounds, quote, Bzzz, boink, whirr, end quote. And Gonzo is excited about it because it's weird. That's not science, making a useless mass of junk. What would be science would be dissecting the brain of someone that is fascinated by this. Gonzo is so excited to show everyone his project he goes running up to his friends, pushing it in their faces, and accidentally runs into Miss Piggy, knocking the glass jar out of her hands. It breaks on the ground, and five butterflies shoot out of there with their lives depending on it. Now that actually sounds like a science project. The old caterpillar to butterfly metamorphosis. Miss Piggy is mad at Gonzo for destroying her science project, and probably costing her a good grade and her anger carries into Wednesday for good reason. Gonzo tries to cheer Miss Piggy up by putting on a half-assed performance that doesn't fix the problem. He balances a bunch of sandwiches on his dirty shoe, and while putting on the show, he creates another mess by knocking over Fozzie's milk. Talk about a privileged kid. How does he have the money to just destroy a bunch of po'boys? Starving children would have loved to have those hoagies. On Thursday, the anxiety of the bad week sets in on Gonzo, so Gonzo tries to turn it around by going dumpster diving for junk to give Miss Piggy. He has the money for sandwiches for himself to throw away, but he can't spend a dime on Miss Piggy. So selfish. He finds a bunch of junk, including a shiny stone. Just what Miss Piggy wants, a rock out of a trash can. Also, question. Is Gonzo trying to move in on Kermit's girl? He seems obsessed with her. I guess this player's excuse will be, nobody's perfect. Well, Gonzo gets distracted by some friends who invite him to a clubhouse. He leaves the junk next to the dumpster, and next thing you know, the garbage truck comes by and collects his trash. He tries to chase down the truck, but it speeds off. What did he think was going to happen? He should have checked to see if it was trash day or if there were any hobos nearby before he walked off. On Friday, Gonzo moped around playing the victim card 
trying to garner sympathy from his classmates. Miss Piggy notices the pity party and goes over to make Gonzo feel better. She accepts some of the fault for her science project going up in smoke. She says she had the choice of a plastic jar. That's great, but the jar would have never broken if it wasn't for Gonzo storming into you. Gonzo ends up finding a caterpillar for Miss Piggy to start her months-long science project over. And the story ends with Gonzo and Miss Piggy flirting. I wish this book would have presented more solutions. Like showing Gonzo thinking about his actions before he ruins everyone's food. Because every one of his accidents was avoidable. Or showing how to get over the anxiety after you do something wrong. By maybe doing something productive. Like making a new dessert. Or science project that actually has to do with science. But instead you get mistake after mistake and no correction, just a bunch of dwelling on it and playing victim. Ms. St. Pierre's writing was entirely too long. In fact, this might be the longest book we have read here. It's a lot of words to teach a reader nothing. Mr. Ewer's illustrations were about what I expected, but because there were so many words, he didn't have much room on the page to show the Muppets and their antics. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.2. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and think about another taste. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.